Hey, you're listening to So Bare Minimum. I'm Amanda. And this is Ruby. Let's go. Welcome back to So Bare Minimum, guys. We're here for another episode. Another episode. Another week. This time we are in Ruby's place. My place is actually where we do most of the recording. Yeah. Um, my place is filled up with boxes at the moment. It's actually a bombsite. It looks absolutely fucked. Yeah. You're moving, right? I'm moving. Yeah, I am mm-hmm. moving. But fucking hell. ANZ Bank. I don't even fucking know where to start. Like, maybe I'll do this in a different episode. But ANZ have fucked me left, right and center. I am literally on call right now in terms of moving. Like, I don't fucking know when they're going to give me a call. Not ANZ, but, you know, the broker and, and, and all those people. Mm. The people that are paying shit ton of money to fucking do their job yeah. uh, to give me a call and go, okay, we're all good, let's go. But I'm hoping to move in the next couple of days, in the next week. Who fucking knows? I probably will stay in my spot until, like, next year, like, <laughs> at this rate. But I'm serious. I'm seriously trying to move. I'm seriously trying to get out of my apartment. It's been um, blown out of proportion in terms of timing. Uh, they're claiming it's all COVID, but the banks are fucked. So, um... Jeez. I can't tell who's who's actually responsible. We'll see. <laughs> it's making your first home buyer's experience a nightmare. Oh, it's an absolute nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. But we will talk about that later at a different point. Today, Ruby, we are going to be firstly talking about... Something that. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Before we start, I'm sorry. Yes. Is your phone on silent? Can't yeah. ha- can't be having any dings and dongs during this episode. My phone is on silent. Okay, good. All right, you may continue. <laughs> oh my god. Well, see what I've got to deal with. Um, on Thursday, it was 28 degrees. So I took the day, like I took a half day and went to the beach, did my meetings there as well. I had some calls with the clients, but for the most part, I had a busy um, calendar. I blocked it out and, you know, you can't actually, you know, it's, it's, it's not really good practice to book over people's meetings. Yeah. Which is where, which is where I'm feeling this whole like summer um, coming back to us, you know, we're in spring now um, in Sydney, Australia, where couple of days into spring but something tells me that the Instagram algorithm caught on to that because my Instagram explore page was full of Victoria's Secret as per usual like Mm. it's always k-pop or Victoria's (laughs) Secret or the fucking Kardashians like that is all that appears on my explore so I never see anything else apart from those four (laughs) things um we should really have like a saga where we get people to submit their explore page and like what your explore page says about you please do tell us what your explore page (laughs) says about you because mine says that I um (laughs) I don't know I just seem to have like um k-pop and Kardashians and Victoria's Secret Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's telling you to get your summer bod on. It's telling me I should probably move to LA because that's probably where they're all based, right? Yeah. Um, nothing. Nothing local is on my explore page. <laughs> Look. Anyways, because that, because of that, I just wanted to fucking get into this whole Ed Razek situation. Like Ed mm. Razek is um, an executive of Victoria's Secret. Um, he is 
also one of the top executives at L Brands, which is the um, umbrella um, company or organization that also owns Victoria's Secret, Bed Bath and Body, and all that stuff yep. like that. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to talk about it because Victoria's Secret is an extremely antiquated brand. And when I say when I say it's an antiquated brand, it's failed to keep up with what its consumers are demanding in terms of an image, like, you know, body image kind of um, discussion. You know, we see brands like, you know, Savage, um, X Fenty, Bariana, really embracing different types of body types, embracing different skin tones, different backgrounds, ethnicities, um, shapes and sizes, very diverse kind of representation of women. Yeah. Victoria's Secret has always had one type of female um, representation throughout years and years of its you know evolution and it's always been someone extremely amazonianly tall um blonde thin and thin i mean okay blonde is like they've they've got a couple of more but you know what i mean it's generally the west it's generally tiered towards that western ideal of beauty Mm. and um it copped a lot of flack like Ed Raza copped a lot of flack back in 2018 because because with brands like um Savage X Fenty coming out and all of these other brands coming out yeah um they asked Ed Razek and I'm pretty sure he was the chief marketing officer I could be wrong no I think you're right he's I think the chief he marketing officer yeah and he they he, they asked him are you ever going to bring out a trans model are you going mm. to bring out a plus size model yep, yep. on the runway for Victoria's Secret? And he blatantly shot it down. He said, "No, it's not. You know, Victoria's Secret is a fantasy, and it's not really a fantasy to see, you know, um, plus size women or potentially um, trans models out yeah. there on the runway." Yeah. And can I say like after years and years of people crying out and demanding uh, full representation of of different women and different people he's failed to come up with a, a politically correct I would say politically correct response or something that is going to open the that's going to be inclusive for its consumers because people are exhausted from this like unattainable beauty type of standard that that shit is old get rid of it move on like this is not how the industries are working anymore and you're not addressing like at at its core what consumers want Mm -hmm. it's not empowering um and we've seen a lot of the new um you know businesses that come out that you know are a little bit more indie in terms of like health and fitness and whatnot it's very ta- it's taking a very like healthy um body inclusive type of stance and that's why i've seen a lot of success yeah now victoria's secret has historically in the past couple of years suffered in terms of its sales it you know i think like a Massively. year ago or something like that maybe two years ago it shut down a large proportion of its physical stores because there was just no demand for it yeah no one was going into these physical stores to buy the um lingerie that it was selling now that aside <laughs> i like i think when i was in high school i loved the whole victoria's secret brand 
Um, although I must say I thought I was fucking fabulous and amazing back in high school because mm. I just did not have any concept of body image no. issues like that. I think like mum like totally hyped me up like Sh- you're, you're fucking perfect the way you are. <laughs> so I walked around walked around school thinking I was the shit. So thanks mum for you know hyping me up and being my number one cheerleader. But I do I did you know struggle to connect with why people thought Victoria's Secret was such an awesome brand or the Victoria's mm. Secret Angels. Like, I liked Victoria's Secret brand because I thought it had nice swimwear and um, I thought, like, the models were pretty for sure, but I just did not understand, like, from a, like, body image, like, this is... This problematic. Is, yeah, no, well, not, not even, problematic, but, but this like, is, the way they... No, I didn't... Un- not that it was problematic. Like, lots of people didn't know it was problematic at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. But the what I didn't understand was, like, why men thought it was... Um, why women that looked like Victoria's Secret models were the epitome of um, Western beauty. Yeah, I didn't yeah, understand yeah. it. Like, people yeah. like, oh, you know, like, their body shapes, their blah. Like, I had no concept and no idea about any of that stuff because I was just always told by mum, like, you are perfect the way you are. As long as you're healthy, you do some, you can play sport and what run around. You're I, good. I feel like we had very different experiences. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I think we had very, very different experiences because you are already like a naturally petite Naturally shape. Pe- petite, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm obviously bigger than you. Yeah. Um, got more, but got more meat on the bone. Um, or as some people say, big boned. <laughs> I fucking, that was a like, thing. Like, I'm just big me? boned. Um, but yeah, I have a bigger shape than you. Yeah. And I feel like my mum wasn't like, mum was... wasn't like that really with me. Yeah, she, she was more, well, you should watch what you eat. You, you should, should eat too much macas. You yeah. shouldn't have too much sugar, blah, 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 blah. And I, I like hated that. I grew up hating that. And the more she would tell me, the more I'm like, you know what? Because you say that, I'm going to eat more fat food. Like I was trying to retaliate to her because I hated the fact that she like kept having to nitpick at these little things like oh you know um she would say oh why do you have so many pimples and I'm like I don't know I can't help it it's not and yeah it was just really it was really tough so like growing up with this whole with you know seeing these Victoria's Secret models that were like so thin Mm -hmm. um and everyone trying to aspire to be like that figure was just really like it was a lot of pressure on someone who wasn't born naturally, I guess, thin. Yeah. Actually, I remember having a conversation with someone the other day um, who was saying that, like, oh, I was, you know, when you were showing, I was, uh, you were showing me your high school pictures and, like, at that time I had um, braces and mm. I just had, like, a little bit more of a chubbier face just from baby fat. Yeah. And then, um, and then what was said was, like, you've really grown into your own now. Like, you're so much more confident and, like, you know, compare back to, like, the baby fat and braces. I'm like, what are you talking about? I walked around as, like, as if, like, oh, shit, can, we, can people hear that? I'm right, working on the roof. Um, I was like, what are you talking about? I walked around as if, like, my shit smelt like roses. I was so <laughs> confident. Like, baby fat face me, braces. I was. I walked around so confident. I had no issues. And um, the response I got was like, oh, um, uh, oh, really? Right. Okay. I was like, why? Did you think I was... 
Um, put him back on the spot. Um, no. But the thing is, with Victoria's Secret, it's a very problematic um, brand. But I think now that the whole Jeffrey Epstein um, story has come out on Netflix, and I'm not going to go into Jeffrey Epstein uh, story, but high-level, basically, predator... Mm. Sexual predator, essentially, um, a really high net worth um, figure in the financial and um, just like basically the h- upper upper society, of upper so- society of New York, I think, or just the U.S. in general. Yeah, I, I'd say the U.S. I'm not specifically sure. Yeah, well, where? Yeah, and he, um, you know, had a had a foot in the the financial industry mm-hmm. and ended up managing a lot of like high net worth um, individuals uh, funds and financials and what was found out was he was actually um, uh, sexually assaulted a lot of women um, a lot of young Sex trafficked yeah and, and a lot and of women a lot of young women as well underage women and he was finally uh, prosecuted um, he was then guilty and put away in jail, but then while he was in jail, he committed suicide. So yeah. a lot of people feel like um, the he's not being punished because he justice uh, justice hasn't been served. Justice hasn't been served. Yeah. So now, why is Victoria's Secret such a big issue, um, and why is Ed Razek such a big issue in uh, terms of mm. Jeffrey Epstein? Yes. Let me go into that. Um, so, Jeffrey Epstein manages the fortune of Les Wexner, who was the founder and chief executive of L Brand. Was it L Brands? L Brands. Yeah. Um, and people say that Razek is like the proxy proxy for um, Les Wexner. So mm. then, these ty- like I guess the associations Les Wexner and Jeffrey Epstein becomes it just kind of adds fuel to the fire and just makes it makes Victoria's Secret you know even more problematic even than more it problematic is. because and also what what was revealed in this um, New York Times uh, article what's the the article in twenty I think it was written this year it was called angels in hell the culture of misogyny inside victoria's secret and what they say in this article is that many of the models and staff um in the victoria's secret fashion show were victims of inappropriate conduct so what happened why what what happened specifically for these kind of complaints to surface so what had happened is that Ed Razek, um, there have been complaints about Ed Razek um, trying to kiss models, asking them to sit on his lap, and he touched like one of the models' crotch, but prior to, before one of the Victoria's Secret shows. Oh God. Yeah. Shit. That's pretty fucked. And like, uh, this article does talk about you know. Um, staff members reporting to HR and then HR they addressed it with uh sorry Razek but it was like nothing really happened yeah 
not only that, I think the issue was also the fact that um, with uh, Wexner and Epstein's kind of, like, um, close relationship, you question, like, if these top executives mm. are all sort of in the same circle and we're also dealing with young, young women being put out into uh, the runways and being used as models, yeah, you question if they are, will ever have the, the best interests of these women at all. Of course. Um, if you are somewhat even closely associated to um, a Jeffrey Epstein and run in the same circles, you would absolutely hear about things and know about things. And the fact that you keep someone like that so close to your circles, to your business, to the people that you mm. work with, um, and just turn a bl- basic blind eye yeah. to... Um, Jeffrey Epstein's issues and all the, all the assaults that have been happening mm. in the in behind the scenes, then how where is your credibility? Where is your credibility? Yeah, there, you don't have I, any credibility. Um, people should 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 and wouldn't feel comfortable working for a business that is uh, so closely tied to Epstein. Not only that, um, I believe even um, just aside like with uh, Richard Branson, he had a um, charity. a charity event mm. in his one of his islands. And a lot of um, these young uh, models were invited to attend the charity event. And what's been revealed by some of the models that were a part of it was that they not only um, ha- were, there were insinuations from their agents and people around them that if they went on to this charity and did a nude photo sh- shoot um with uh russell Russell james James, who is one of the key photographers of victoria's secret and not only that he um has a series of um shoots and sets of shoots that he's called angels which has sold on into books into editorials um into um and and been commercialized where it's just basically uh these young angels and women um in, in, in absolute nude. And a lot of, uh, some of the models that went on to the charity event um, did do a nude photo shoot with um, Russell. And ex- and there was insinuation that if you did do that photo shoot, that there was a, a path and entry into working with Victoria's Secret mm. further. And obviously uh, none of it ever um, uh, eventuated. None yeah. of it ever e- eventuated. And um, while some of the women, uh, you know, have, have said, like, look, I gave my consent in terms of uh, Russell James putting my photo in his book, but um, the question was Victoria's Secret. This is, I, this is isolated from any of the Victoria's Secret um, campaigns and uh, images used. Mm. So technically you can't commercialise any of those um Photos that James um, Russell James, James has produced, yeah, because it's not it's not for Victoria's Secret works at all. Yeah. Um. So then I think one of the Victoria's Secret stores and some of the stores and whatnot had actually posted up a, a full um poster of one Mod- of the models, one of the models, and this was a complaint that went through, um, and uh. Apparently, Russell James also um, criticised uh, Victoria's Secret for doing that. But 
with all of these um, narratives happening um, in terms of like mistreatment, um, also commercializing um, uh, things and photos that were never part of an original deal, mm. um, and just all of this is kind of essentially taking away from the women and what their um, cons- original consent was and what their original expectations were. Yeah. Um, and it's almost kind of like pushing women to have to have these nude photo shoots in order to um, make it make it in the industry yeah, and yeah. break into. And along the way of doing that, you have these seedy, seedy um, men Ugh. essentially um, benefit or like take from that vulnerability yeah take advantage of that vulnerability and that you know want for six like they want to be in that industry so obviously you know you're gonna do whatever it takes yeah to get you know to break into break into that industry industry. and it's it's terrible and it's fucked so yeah victoria's secret um i have have not bought anything from Victoria's Secret in years because I just thought it was such a problematic brand. And this is the truth. Like, for any big brands out there that think that they can get away with mistreatment and not, you know, catering for its consumers, consumers, uh, customers like myself, we catch on to this stuff really quickly. And as soon as you understand, like, there is some contention about the... um, credibility of some of these brands and how they conduct themselves and how they treat their um staff and models exactly it's a no-go we i will 100 percent not back a business that um takes advantage of vulnerable Mm. women being a young woman myself so heavy topic but i feel like we should address it because i think while we talk a lot of shit, this is very, um, this is very much something that young women like yourself and I experience yeah. um, in our day to day lives, where there is still this underlying issue, um, and mo- for some more so than others, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all right, all right. Look, it wouldn't be a so bare minimum episode if I didn't go into shit talking, and I've got to do a little bit of shit talking uh, yes. here. M. Rada, Emily Radikowski can go Radikowski? Radikowski? Radikowski. I'm pretty sure the J is silent. Ah, oh, okay. Um, but I could be wrong. I'm just going to say M. Rada because that's what she's called on Instagram and um, she also has her own brand, which is Inomorata, so it sounds like the same thing. Look, M. Rada can literally go cry me a goddamn river. She's so irritating for me because she claims to be a feminist and that everything she does has to be attached to some sort of feminist, like, um, uh, reasoning. And I just don't think she's getting the point here because you can absolutely go ahead and post a nude selfie and post (laughs) whatever the fuck you want and, you know, the act of doing that and the act of, like, I will do whatever the, I want on my own terms is feminist. Yeah. Very much. But you posting a nude picture or you posting yourself in a skimpy uh, swim swimsuit has nothing to do with empowering me. <laughs> and the fact that you keep on claiming that that is the case is exhausting. She's now trying to break into um, acting, and if you would have seen Gone Girl, which I 
fucking love. Like, yes. Gone Girl, such a fucking great, great movie. movie. So the good. The lead of it, fucking great lead. Like, she really she, fucking sold that yeah. character. And I am obsessed. I love it. Um, look, <laughs> if you watched that and you saw that tiny segment of Andy is the character, mm-hmm. um, that the husband is cheating oh, um, yeah, yes, with. Oh, yes, uh, Off the... And, and Emily Amrata plays Andy, plays that character. And she's claiming all the time, she's done a couple of interviews where like, you know, oh, you know, I did this blurred lined videos, but blurred lined video because she, that's how she rose to fame because she um, oh. appeared in the blurred line um, music video yes. completely naked. And everyone's like, oh my God, um, that's so controversial, whatever. I don't fucking care. So she appears in that, and she's gone back on appearing it on it, and she's she said, "Look, the fact that I'm uh, appearing naked um, in a music video is feminism or empowering." Mate, the whole fucking song is about um, sexualizing. It's questioning consent, essentially. Oh, it's questioning yeah, the whole that's fact right. about. Oh, it's blurred lines. Is she saying yes? Is she saying I know you want it. (gasps) This is literally the most anti-feminist thing that's ever come out in in commercial um, music. So go fuck yourself, man. Like, you're you're fucking, like, missing the whole... You're missing the whole fucking point. And that aside, so she's gone back and she's... So she said that it was, you know, empowering. And then years later, she's like, if I can go back and not do that video, I would 100% have not done that video. Cool, great. You want to go back on that? Sure. But Emily, everything you do doesn't have to be feminist. Like, if you want to, you know, leverage the fact that you look fucking smoking 24-7 and you've got a banging body and you want to, like, make as much money on that as possible, go ahead and do that. But you can't tell me that you are you know, because you've worn lingerie and now you're rubbing, like, pasta oil all over yourself and, like, smothering, that that is feminist. It's not. You don't get to pick and choose when... No, it's not even that. Like, sure, you can pick and choose what is important to you and Mm. what you want to, you know, um, also what you want to... Fuck. You can't... It's fine for you to pick and choose what you feel is representative of you being empowered Mm -hmm. but just because that empowers you does not empower other women so i'm happy that you can express your femininity in that way but mate that's not that's not gonna fly with everybody else so seriously and also the fact that she's um she did an interview and an article about how she loves to read and super into the arts. I I don't care. I just don't care. Um, everyone should just own up to the fact that if you're on Instagram, you're whoring yourself out and we should all celebrate that. Move on. If you're going to play the game, play the fucking game. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, I, you know... Why why pretend to be something else? Yeah. And I'm sorry to everyone listening that is listening to my voice and, s- and thinking that I'm, a f- I'm sounding a little bit deflated um, this week. 
seriously, this whole moving situation is, like, fucking me up, and so... I apologize. It's been, a, it's been a rough week for you, hasn't it? No, it's not been a rough week. It's just another fucking day in my life. Like, it, it <laughs> never stops. There's always something. So, I mean, it's not been a, a shit go. It's con- it's a continuous shit go. Alrighty. So, thank you for providing the topic for me to rant on about Emrata. Thank you, Amanda, for that little rant. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And this week's going to be a bit of a short episode, and we're going to wrap it up here, but stay tuned for the next episode. We Mm -hmm. are going to spill some tea that you're really going to want to hear about. I like that. So thanks, guys. We will wrap it here, and we'll catch you in the next episode. (laughs) I've got to try and get better at closing. But see you. Bye. Laters. Peace.